0: What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into the DMVR Buffs Podcast. We are, of course, presented by the American Raptors. Head on over to AmericanRaptors.com, grab your free ticket for one of their rugby matches, or go ahead and stream all of their games at that website. Again, that is AmericanRaptors.com. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Today on the DMVR Buffs Podcast, we are going to be talking about tomorrow's game, the Buffs traveling to L.A. to take on the Trojans to play some football. The Buffs, 34 and a half point underdogs. But we do this every week, and I figured why stop now? Got to get this football preview out um, for you guys and for me uh, just to be more prepared for Friday. We also have a basketball game on Friday at 6 p.m. The Buffs will be taken on Grambling. That is a road game also. Buff basketball has a big game on Sunday also against Tennessee, the number 11th ranked team in the country right now. That is going to be massive for them. And potentially their tournament hopes down the line, a good showing in that one, potentially a win, could really bring some good momentum and favors for the Buffs when it comes to Selection Sunday in about three to four months' time. Regardless, we're going to talk about football today a little bit shorter podcast just trying to get this out there i wanted to try and fit this in yesterday uh on our wednesday show but it was actually the first time i got to speak to rk since he got back so we had a lot of things to get to jordan tyson the coaching search of course cody williams and basketball news coming out yesterday what a crazy week in buff nation uh hope you all have enjoyed the content not going to lie, I'm playing a bit hurt, man. I've been a little under the weather this week, so uh, hopefully I have not let you guys down. Um, tons of articles on the site. I think we got four up this week, two football, two basketball. Got a takeaways article from Monday's game against UC Riverside. But let's get into this preview for this USC football game. Um, pretty similar to last week, honestly. I mean, I think we all know that coming in, this is the Buffs' toughest stretch of the year in terms of their schedule. Um, Oregon last week, USC this week, Washington next week, and Utah the week after. But we start with USC on the offensive side of the football. Caleb Williams off to a great year, and he's showing no signs of adjustment or slowing down as he goes from OU to USC. On the year, 64.6% completion, 2,742 yards passing, 28 touchdowns, and only one interception. Also, the Trojans' second-leading rusher with 287 yards on 72 attempts it's 4.0 yards per carry and four touchdowns on the ground. Tally it all up, that's 32 total touchdowns to one interception for Caleb Williams. Just playing fantastic football. I mean, this guy, if he I think if he stayed at Oklahoma, I mean, this is a this is a big if. But say he and Riley stayed at Oklahoma, I think that Caleb Williams, if he's able to continue, if he was able to continue playing at this level, would definitely be in the Heisman conversation. I mean, I'm sure he's probably in like the the top five, the finalist conversation this year. But with it being the Pac-12 and with it being USC, I mean, they play a lot of night games. They play a lot of late games. Um, I just don't think that we've seen enough attention for what Caleb Williams has done this year. I've tried to cover it a lot on our Monday shows, recapping the pack. Um, but this guy has just been outstanding all year long completely fantastic in almost every category um even though it's going to be a rough game for the buffs and there's probably virtually no chance of winning this game watching Caleb Williams will be a treat um he's definitely in the conversation for the first overall pick not in next year's draft but the year after that would be the 2024 draft um we will get to that point when we get there though in terms of running the ball Travis Dye he's having a fantastic year also and has really been able to carry this offense when the passing game is just not working, um, which it has happened at times. I mean, Caleb has been awesome, but they have had stretches where they've gone cold a little bit. The Oregon State game, for example. 858 yards on 136 carries for Travis Dye. That's a 6.3 yards per carry average. He also has nine touchdowns. He's added 21 receptions for 202 yards himself also. That already puts him over 1,000 yards all-purpose on the year. And I'm sure it will be much, much more than that when it's all said and done. Big news for the Trojans this week. The last two games, as we've talked about on our Monday shows, USC has been without Jordan Addison and Mario Williams the last two games uh, due to an injury. But it seems like they are going to be uh, close, if not for sure, playing against the Buffs. I know that, so let's see here, Um, this is a report. That came out from Kelly Ear. She is a team reporter for USC. Um, assuming she works for the team. But she said, Lincoln Raleigh announced that Jordan Addison and linebacker Raylan Goforth are on track to play while Mario Williams and linebacker Eric Gentry are game time decisions. So this team is getting healthier. I mean, of course, this is bad news for the Buffs. Um, I honestly don't know if it really would have mattered anyway because Taj Washington and Michael Jackson the third. Had just been fantastic for this team in relief of Jordan Addison and Mario Williams. Still with the injuries, Jordan Addison is the leading receiver on this football team. 39 receptions, 585 yards, 7 touchdowns. Mario Williams, the second leading receiver still on this team, 26 receptions for 493 yards and 4 touchdowns. Both of these guys are serious NFL draft prospects, serious talents at the position. But also keep an eye out. I mean, this team goes so deep at receiver. Taj Washington, he was Caleb Williams' go-to guy when Addison and Williams were hurt the last few weeks. Um, He's come up big and is now their third leading receiver. 31 receptions, 444 yards, and three touchdowns. Of course, there's Brendan Rice, who transferred out from CU to USC. Um, He is fourth leading receiver for the Trojans this year. 23 receptions, 266 yards, and one touchdown. Also keep an eye out for Michael Jackson the third. This guy has really started to emerge as a legit weapon those last two weeks. While Taj Washington has been the leading receiver, Michael Jackson has inserted some serious speed and burst to this offense. He only has nine receptions for 154 yards. But has three touchdowns and two rushes for 72 yards. He is a legit weapon. He has speed. Watch out for him. We'll see how much um, or what the exact snap count and how this receiving core is going to split up the reps this coming week um, definitely a storyline to watch we'll see if brendan rice actually gets involved in this game too um, that's an interesting storyline of course into the team stats this usc offense is very good i don't need to tell you that they are 13th in the nation in passing yards per game at 313.7 CU um, a little bit of a downtick this has been their best defensive category is passing yards against per game I believe they were in the 80s last week. They're now down to 94th uh, with two averaging 250.7 passing yards per game. In terms of rushing the ball, this USC team, of course, very good at that too. 44th in rushing yards per game at 182.2. The Buffs still struggling in that department. Second to last at 130th in the nation. In rushing yards per game, 232.6 per game. This USC offense, if there's anything you could say about them, it's they are so clean and do not turn the ball over. They are the best in the nation when it comes to turnovers per game. They only average 0.2 turnovers per game. The next closest is actually San Jose State with 0.5. So a big gap leading this category by far in a way. In terms of the buffs, they are 128th in the country at forcing turnovers. That is only 0.9 per game. When it comes to points per game, this team also very high up there in the rankings. They are 7th in points per game, averaging 41. The Buffs also down near the bottom again, averaging 40.2 points per game. That is good for second to last, 130th in the country. On defense, Tui Poloto is an absolute animal up for, for USC. Uh, this guy has been so impactful in so many ways. He is their leading sack man with nine sacks on the year. He has 15 tackles for a loss, two passes defense, and one forced fumble on the season. Um, as I mentioned, CU is actually not terrible in pass protection. In a tweet that was put out by Super West Sports, at Super West Sports on Twitter. Um, this looks like a combination of Pac-12 and Mountain West teams. Colorado is firmly in the middle, actually ahead of Utah and just below San Diego State. In terms of their PFF pass blocking grades through Week 10, uh, Colorado coming at 65.0, uh, Utah, Arizona, Washington State, Arizona State, Fresno State, Cal, Stanford, all below Colorado. So some improvement in that category. We'll see if that is enough to handle Tule, Tule, Piloto, and the rest of the USC pass rush. Linebacker Shane Lee is a transfer in from Bama. He's leading the team in tackles with 55. He also has 5.5 tackles for a loss and 2.5 sacks, one interception for a touchdown, and one pass defensed. The most impactful player in the secondary for this Trojans football team is Makai Blackman, of course, a former CU buff, someone that transferred out of the program over the offseason. He is leading their team in passes break uh, defensed with eight. He also has two interceptions and 38 total tackles. Their safety, Kalen Bullock, is actually their leading INT man. He's got three interceptions, one touchdown off of those three, and four passes defensed. When it comes to the team stats, the Trojans actually not great in defending the pass. They are 109th in the country in passing yards per game allowed. That's 267. Coincidentally enough, the Buffs are 109th in the country in passing yards per game, four uh, with 189.4. In terms of defending the run, USC 64th in the nation in rushing yards per game at 142.2. The Buffs averaging a bit. I think we've seen this one go up a little bit, which is encouraging. Um, They're up to 110th in the nation in terms of rushing yards per game at 113.7. Getting Deion Smith back and healthy has been huge for them. Getting Alex Fontenot and uh, Anthony Hankerson healthy, also big. All three guys should be good to go this weekend. In terms of turnovers... This USC defense, as I've told you guys throughout the year, is very capable of producing some turnovers and creating havoc in that department. They're 14th best in the country, averaging 2.1 turnovers per game. The Buffs, um, struggling in terms of their turnovers per game, though they actually average 2 turnovers per game. That is 116th in the nation. In terms of points per game, the CU offense still struggling to get out of this 2 touchdown one field goal range they are averaging 15.6 points per game as a 128th in the nation the trojans 60th in points per game against at 25.2 all right quick hydration break and on with the show we go no ads today since this is a bit of a bonus pod um, but a few more things i want to get to before we wrap up this quick little one uh, i've got the advanced stats here from our guy parker fleming Um, Just looking at this, I don't need to tell you guys, this USC offense has been extremely efficient. Ranking up near the top of the nation in almost all these categories in terms of EPA, the echo rate, field position, not great, but their efficiency on first and second down is. um, In terms of the Buffs offense versus the Trojans defense, uh, this is a team, the Trojans, what the advanced stats are telling us, this is a team that can be run on. They are actually below the buffs in terms of EPA per rush. Um, down near, I think this is third worst in the country at 129th, the Trojans sit at. Um, they are also one of the worst in country in the country in terms of early downs EPA, uh, meaning first and second, and then also third and fourth down success rate down near the bottom at 124th. So if the buffs, I mean it's going to be tough without Jordan Tyson, obviously. Um, RJ Snead expected to be a guy to pick up some of that slack. Also, Montana, Lamonius Craig. Two guys that were pointed out by Mike Sanford this week that need to have big games in relief of Tyson. If they can come in and have that impact, if Dion and Alex can come in and run the football well, uh, maybe we see more hangerson this week. I think that, as we've talked about on these Monday shows, this USC team, this defense can't turn the ball over, but they've become a bit leaky. Um, even last, Just go back to last week against Cal. That's a team that USC should have beat. I mean, the score, the spread was massive. It was 24 points, I believe. But that was a team that USC should have handily beat. Uh, they definitely should not have hung around and had a shouting chance to win the game at the end. Of course, the Bears only lose by six. Um, not saying that gives CU a chance to uh, win the game and be within six points late, but this is a defense that has shown that um, they're not one of the best in terms of efficiency on down-to-down basis, um, and they can allow... Some big gains and some teams to hang around. In terms of the Buffs defense, um, Coach Sanford talked a lot about plastering um, because Caleb Williams and his ability to improvise and extend the play after the initial play. Coach Sanford called it a second play player. Uh, That's what Caleb Williams is. Uh, Very Mahomes-like in his ability to do that. Owen McCown was actually acting as Caleb Williams in practice this week. Just an interesting tidbit there. For more on Owen McCown, check out the article I just posted on the site at thedmvr.com. So plastering and just making sure that once the play breaks down, you find a receiver and you stick to them. Uh, No free guys running across the field while Caleb's scrambling outside the pocket. That is what is going to cause some huge headaches for the Buffs defense if they allow them to. Alright guys, I think that's going to do it for today. We will be back, um, I don't know, I guess Friday night, Saturday morning, um, recapping both of these games, and then we will throw in a little preview for the Tennessee basketball game that will take place on Sunday. Thank you all so much for listening. It's been an exciting week. I know football things still haven't really gone to plan, but it seems like Steam is picking up in the coaching search, which which is good news. Hopefully, we get something there, maybe uh, before the season ends, if what that Adam Rittenberg report is anything to go by. We shall see you though. As always, keep it tuned here at DMVR Buffs, uh, at Twitter, at DMVR underscore Buffs, and at Jake DMVR for everything up to date on the Buffs. Talk to you guys really, really soon. Hope you enjoy these games. Hope you're all still stoked about the Cody Williams news. Until tomorrow, let's go Buffs.